Hello everyone, I'm Damian Radulovic and you're listening to Damian on the Go. So, I'm a person that sends a lot of voice messages and I send them really a lot and long voice messages over various platforms. It's mainly because I'm visual impaired and typing of messages takes a lot of time for me and so it's quicker for, for me to you know say something uh, to the microphone and sending it and send it then to type it and sometimes I send series of messages when there is some especially when there is some um, when there is some interesting topic so so you know my friends often you know laugh at me say you know Damian is sending podcast again and so on and they and they tell me you know man seriously you should start a podcast because you talk a lot of great things and have a nice way of presenting things and that's what they say not me <laughs> so and I'm like yeah but I'm off I'm during the day I'm constantly on the go and I don't have time to sit in a quiet room and record and so that was my main you know my main uh, sorry English is not my uh, native native language so sometimes I'll get stuck on a word so so what I want to say is that I don't have time to sit in a quiet room because I'm constantly on the go so that was my main exception but I'm like you know I'm constantly sending voice messages and they s- usually sound okay even though when I'm outside and there is music and traffic and so on and I'm like if they are listening to my voice messages then people would listen to my podcast even though it's not high quality studio production so I decided to start this podcast now let's get to the topic of my first episode Um, my friends in one of the group chats started a topic about arranged marriage uh, how it was actually does the pop culture p- portray it in a wrong way and so on so I started again sending voice messages and then they were like really you know you should definitely start a podcast and I'm like okay so I'll talk about it here let me just get a sip of water so um in that group chat, you know, to recap it, I said that basically, arranged marriage is not, uh, I mean, was not how it's portrayed in the pop culture. There were negative examples of it and also very positive examples of it. Uh, I, I would rather say that there were more positive than negative, but in pop culture, most of the time, not all the time, but most, I mean, the majority of the time, we see 
arranged marriage portrayed as forced as you know the you know just as a horrible thing so and so I want to kind of debunk this and you know talk more about this topic so I'll mainly talk about it from my culture viewpoint I'm a Sab, I'm an Orthodox Christian and I'm also a traditionalist and I know my history and culture quite well and the culture of my history because Serbian culture today is not Serbian culture 100 years ago so but I know it quite well at least it, <laughs> I hope so <laughs> So, uh, arranged marriage in my culture, so let's say the positive example of it, and I think the most of the times it was positive, it was not forced. So, it would all start uh, when a young man realizes that he is ready to get married. He's ready to get married when he has enough knowledge and skill to to provide for his family. He has some skill that he can sell, you know, he can build something, he can craft something, he he's maybe a blacksmith, he he knows how to grow food, livestock and so on. And so when he fulfills those criteria, um, that's one of the also that's one of the very important elements. The other element is his mental and physical maturity, and so on. And so when he says, "I'm ready," he, you know, tells that to his father, and. If his father is sure that his son is really ready to get married, he says, son, you know, I think that you are really ready for it. Let's get to the village priest or some village elder, generally a person that is wise, knowledgeable, often usually one of the older oldest person in the village you know very experienced and so on and they would go to that person and say and the father would say my son is ready to get married and that village priest or elderly person he is there you know he knows everyone he knows that he knows that young man from the day he was born literally and also he knows every young woman in the village and the surrounding villages. He knows their their temper, their, their you know, how their families are and so on. And so, according, you know, according to his knowledge, he would say, I recommend you to marry this person, this young woman. And then, uh, the father, the son, and you know, sons, uh, uncles, 
generally some male authorities of the family would you know would arrange a meeting with that young woman's father and I mean generally family and so they would come to visit them on the arranged day usually evening after all work was done and there they would you know meet and so on after some small talk uh, the father would say my son wants to get married he is ready to get married I say that he is ready to get married our priest says that he is ready to get married and our priest or elder said that your daughter is a perfect match for my son and now that young woman's father has all freedom to say no I do not want to have anything with your family your family is too poor or whatever or have a bad image in the village or moral whatever and so I don't want you to, to I don't want your son to to get married for my daughter or it could say well I like your son I think that he is a good young man and so I'll give him a chance after about a week they will have another meeting on that meeting uh, you know that young man's basically whole family would go and visit that young woman's uh, family and on this occasion uh, the young woman that should get married uh, she serves the food and drinks and so on and can see the young man I mean if they're from the same village or from the same area they had seen each other you know quite often more or less but the, but uh, the culture uh, Serbian culture was very strict and so there, there was no chance for any physical contact outside marriage I mean there were I mean there were all there were there were also some ex exceptions but generally in general you know manner such things were very very rare and you need to be very skillful to 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 hide from all the eyes of the village so they have seen each other they have may, maybe said hi to each other and so on but they they never had any serious communication or anything so on this occasion they could see see each other maybe it's first time they see each other if they are if their villages are more apart so this on this occasion they can say the young man or the young woman could say I really don't do not like that person he is ugly she is ugly I don't want her. because physical look is indeed important I know some ultra dogs saying that nah physical image you know physical look is not important only soul is what matters but in marriage in love life in, in relationship physical appearance is indeed important not the most important thing but you cannot deny its importance
on the next meeting uh, they might even talk a bit and so on and from meeting to meeting they would talk and talk more with each other few meetings later they might even sit alone in a room but with open doors with at least one pair of eyes watching over them you know so that there, there was no physical contact and nothing like that but they had enough privacy to talk about things that they couldn't talk in front of their parents and family and so there is a certain no, certain number of these meetings so this couldn't last for eternity you know because the, a decision must be made so you couldn't just waste someone's time so after a certain amount of these meetings young man or young woman could say I do not want to get married for that person so they had complete freedom everything was arranged for them to meet to even to fall in love and everything and when I say fall in love it's in a platonic sense because physical contact was not allowed outside marriage so and in this sense uh, you know they had a chance to actually form you know the some first elements of a relationship and this whole period is called courtship you know and they can say I don't want to marry that person he is not uh, virtuous enough or whatever so both of them had freedom to to say no but if they like each other then they would say yes and they would get married and that's it you know no six years long relationships that we have now and then they get married and after three months of marriage they get divorced so you know this was like few months of meeting and decision is made and that's it <laughs> you're married for life <laughs> so and also, you know, some people say, you know, but if they're married for life, you know, how to, how did, you know, how did they handle uh, violence in marriage? But the thing was that in traditional Serbian families, uh, the image of a family was a very important thing, you know. So if a man is mistreating his wife, that he's basically uh, making his whole family, you know, to, to, to look bad in the eyes of other people. So his own family, his own brothers and father and uncles would deal with that. So the young woman didn't need to divorce him or to run to her, to her parents. No. Her husband's parents or brothers or uncles would basically beat the hell out of him. If he beats the hell out of her, they will beat the hell out of him. Because his actions affect the image of the whole family. So, so 
women were protected from such violence in traditional Serbian families. Again, there were bad things happening, there were bad examples, but those bad examples weren't as common as today's pop culture is, is portraying them. So, so that's the best case scenario. They get married. Uh, if they if they don't like each other, they don't get married, and the village other find finds him or her some other person, and so on. Uh, and there is still a level of romance and similar things because he would have to, because if he likes likes her physically and the way she talks and everything if he finds her virtuous and wise and so on he would try his best to win her to win her heart so there was still flirting and romance and romance and so on uh, i mean after all it's called courtship you know he's courting her so so, all of those elements were here, you know, those weren't, because we are humans and you cannot strip that away. So, but also there were some bad examples in which parents forced their children, you know, their, their child to get married for some other who they didn't want to. But as I said, such examples weren't as common as today are portrayed to be. Um, when it comes to the royal families, to the you know noble families, then it was a bit more different. Because if you are son of a king, for example, a marriage between royal families of different countries was extremely important for diplomacy it could save your your whole nation from a war it could ensure trading it could give your uh, it could give your state more land and so on and so in such exam in, in such uh, examples the the whole nation is more important than emotions of two persons so and royal marriages you know that were arranged some were actually beautiful some were some were you know some were crazy in love with each other and and also there were some catastrophes <laughs> some marriages some royal, royal marriages that were total catastrophes we have both of these as examples in history so if it was arranged it doesn't mean that they hate each other for for the rest of their life they can fall in love and in the end love is not something that falls from the sky it it grows softly and, and it, it it comes with time you know and two person not that much liking each other at the first day they could be deeply in love few years later so so the first emotion the initial emotion is not the necessary what would be later and the life of the whole nation depends on that marriage so 
nation, the, the collective is most is is more important than than two individuals. And here we come to the whole today's problem of individualism. You know, today individualism on, is on the pedestal. You know, my rights, my body, my my my. Where is where is collective? Where is nation? Where is family? No, collectivism. Uh, you know, collectivism. The spirit of collective is today totally dismissed, and today individual human is what is most important, and the individual's emotions are most important than anything. But actually. My family is more important. Interests of my family are more important than my own interests. Interests of my nation are much more important than my own interests. And I should align my interests to the interests of my nation, of my clan, of my family. So, but today a total opposite of this is promoted. And that's why it's so hard to understand things such as arranged marriage to today's people. And this is basically it, what I wanted to say. I planned it to, to be around 20 minutes and it's like 21 minutes and 39 seconds at the time. So, for the first episode, I mean, I have no clue how this would sound. Hopefully good enough to be listenable. And this is basically it for this episode. You listen to Damien on the Go podcast first episode. Thank you for listening. And I hope you will subscribe and listen to my second episode that will come out quite soon probably even today because every day I get messages and interesting topics that I want to talk about so so it will the next episode would be probably today and this these episodes would be recorded quite often so if you find my stances you know interesting or whatever subscribe and this podcast will also be sent to my friends to that group so they could get a complete answer on the topic that they have you know started so so i'm killing two flies with with one blow <laughs> so thank you for listening and again and what to say at the end i cannot say see ya <laughs> Because you don't see me and I don't see you, but I don't know. Listen to me again soon. (laughs) Bye.